kids have off school right now and a lot of people have taken off work this week and maybe looking for some family activities to do with WXPR's All Things Outdoors. I'm Katie Thorson here with Conservation Warden Tim Otto. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me in again. And so um, I know we don't have a, a whole lot of snow right now, but what are kind of some, I guess, some of the, the classic winter activities that you might recommend to people this time of year? Yeah, you know, even without a lot of snow, there's still some things that you can do, you know, or even in preparation for when when we do get some snow. You know, the obvious things are skiing, even without a lot of snow in the woods, you can still ski on the lakes, snowshoeing on the lakes. And when we do get that snow, you can go out in the woods. There's also hiking, taking in northern lights, you know, so there are some things that people can still do to get outside this time of year, you know, and kind of the, the traditional cultural thing or you know maybe culturally normal thing for this part of the world is is ice fishing you know it's a relatively cheap way to get outside do a family activity and harvest some food you know you can buy an ice auger um, a power ice auger for about a hundred dollars that's used you get the right clothes which hopefully you know a lot of us probably already have appropriate clothes if you live here that you should have good clothes for being outside anyway and then a, a couple of rods and a, a bucket or two, and you're you're ready to go ice fishing. And for people that maybe still want to be outside, but are maybe thinking outside the box a little bit, you had some ideas um, when you're out in the woods. Yes. You know, uh, if, if ice fishing is, is not your cup of tea, then there might be some other things that you can do, whether in preparation as a, as a hunter or trapper, or just you want to improve your overall uh, woodsmanship skills and knowledge. There's things that you can do. You know, including things like learning how to identify trees from bark and buds and such, which if you're a maple syrup tapper, then you're going to need to know how, how to identify uh, sugar maples without leaves. So picking up some guides, doing a little bit of hiking and and walking through the woods and, and looking at those things, it will help you learn to identify them for even when there are leaves, which is usually an easier time to do it. But if you're going to identify by bark and such, that'll put you in the neighborhood of kind of like I don't want to say an expert uh, tree identifier, but pretty darn close. <laughs> um, and, and kind of along the same vein there, um, the winter could be a good time for learning birds and um, animal tracks as well. Yes. You know, this is also a great time to work on some of your bird ID. We do get some birds that overwinter here that uh, they don't spend their summers here and nest here, but things like red poles do come into the area. So, look for red poles, um, snow buntings, looking for some of that and learning to identify those as well. Of, of course, our you know year-round residents, whether it be blue jays or chickadees, which I won't, I'll be honest with you, chickadees are probably my favorite bird. Um, so a little partial there, but just learning to identify those by sight and sound will help improve that. And then also going out and learning to identify tracks. If you can start to identify what animals are leaving specific tracks, then you really kind of get an idea as to what's in an area. You know, if you're walking through the woods, you might be able to start to pick up on the difference between coyote, fox, and bobcat, which is always kind of an interesting uh, path you can explore and learn once you start learning the difference of those. And then once in a while you get a, you know, kind of a wild card thrown your way when something warms up and maybe start to see some raccoon tracks, you get down by the rivers, and then there's other species. So um, it's really good time to, to work on your, your track identification. Um, and then something that may be um, good for kids, you had the idea of doing an outdoor scavenger hunt. What would that look like? Yeah. You know, if, you know, you're really, maybe you've done some of that stuff or, um, you know, they're maybe a little bit more advanced or you're more advanced. You can always try to create a, a scavenger hunt to go outside, whether it be, learn, you know, 
a couple species of trees, maybe a couple species of, of uh, tracks or animals that leave different tracks. And then even throwing in some of the ice fishing stuff, you can maybe throw in whether a piece of gear like a tip up or, you know, a bluegill, a northern, something like that. Then uh, you can make kind of a fun little scavenger hunt out of that for the whole family. And of course, it's it's kind of fun, you know, because everybody gets, you know, everybody's carrying around with a, a camera in their pocket so they can take pictures of things that either they're supposed to find or that they do find. And so uh, a, a good way to get kids out there and just get them out there thinking and learning to identify things. That's great. Um, and uh, for the people that, you know, even though they're off work, they still need a project. What are what are kind of some maybe a project idea that they could do? Yeah, you know, so not everybody is going to want to go outdoors in the dead of winter. I fully get that. I can completely appreciate that. There's plenty of days I don't want to go out too. <laughs> but, you know, just kind of maybe either, either cleaning up from the most recent season that they participated in, you know, cleaning their gear or getting ready for the upcoming season. And if none of that is, uh, you know, appeals to you or you've got it all done, you're, you're an organized person unlike myself, then maybe even taking up some kind of, um, you know, art or craft kind of thing, something along the lines of like whether it be painting, decoy carving for ducks or even fish. Some people like to carve uh, fish decoys or even get in into custom fishing rod building, whether it be ice fishing or uh, open water fishing. And then something that's kind of on my bucket list, quite frankly, is um, maybe learning how to build a boat like a canoe or something like that from scratch and from hand. Well, great. Well, lots of ideas with uh, how to spend some time this winter. Conservation Warden Tim Otto, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me in.